0: Probably the most interesting thing that I've heard, and again, this is just senior bowl rumor mill, is that the Eagles were very interested in Belichick if things didn't work out with Nick Sirianni, and they could be at the front of the line if things again go poorly for him next year.
1: Well, well, well. Welcome back. Midday Show. It is Hugh Douglas, Joe Jillo, Kyle Quinn behind the glass, Greg Bedard. That was his voice uh, up on Boston yesterday on 98.5 The Sports Hub talking about Belichick, Eagles, so the, the rumor mill down at the Senior Bowl is that the Eagles were very interested in Bill Belichick if it went bad with Sirianni. And now listen to this. How interested? What what was the order of operations here? It was almost just like Doug a few years ago. Here's Bedard on how the Eagles landed back with Sirianni instead of Belichick.
0: You know, similar to Doug Peterson. like Doug Peterson was coming back until he had that postseason meeting with Howie and Jeffrey Lurie, and they wanted – Doug Peterson to do certain things, fire certain people, and he wouldn't do it, so he got fired. I see. Apparently, Nick Sirianni was a minimal to all that stuff, so <laughs> um, they decided for one more year that they're going to keep him.
1: So he's back, and uh, obviously Belichick doesn't have a job. here. When I saw this last night, and I heard the, this audio here, my first reaction is the Eagles made a mistake, that the Eagles, if they had interest in Bell Belichick, should have, Gotten rid of Sirianni and fired Bill and fired. as we hired Belichick and gotten rid of Sirianni. I believe the Eagles will regret this as the year goes on. Hugh, what's your reaction as you hear that that the Eagles poked around on Belichick and ultimately Sirianni kept the job? I'm a little
2: confused. So, so help me walk through this a little okay. bit. So, so you tell like, and I'm a I'm gonna break it down and keep it simple. So you basically told Co Sirianni, if you don't hire these people that we want, we're gonna fire you mm-hmm. and we're gonna hire Bill Belichick. Yep. To me that, well, I
1: don't know if they told him about Belichick, but they probably well, implied you're out if you well, don't listen. Well,
2: okay, when you look at – this is how I look at You look at the admiration that Mr. Lurie has for Bill Belichick and what he's been able to do in the past in his track record and the way that this team fell apart. I would think that if if that was viable, that's a no-brainer, especially when you talk about the way that this season collapsed. And And, again, nobody's answered the question of how the season collapsed. We just assumed that it was we, – we, first we thought it was the defense, which, it was. you know, it was. <laughs> yeah. And then the second part was the offense, which it was. But there were still some underlying issues with this team that we still haven't addressed. So to me, that's why it makes no sense because if I have a coach of Bill Belichick's caliber out there and the team fell apart the way that it did, I would think that that would be a no-brainer. And, and so basically you told Nick Sirianni, and and you told him this and the story leaked out that if you don't hire all these, if you don't fire all these people you're going to get fired just like the Doug Peterson thing yeah and he and, and he basically said okay like if there was ever like this to me that validates everything that was said about coach Ciarani the in the past two seasons uh last year when they were going to the Super Bowl when when, when players we're talking about anybody could coach the Eagles mm-hmm. and how we were up in arms about nobody is uh, voting for Coach Sirianni for Coach of the Year. That kind of validates everything that everybody had been saying about him behind closed doors that, you know, he basically was a puppet. So that, oh, that's just, that's a bad, like, I understand why Coach Sirianni did it. Because of the, the 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 monetary gain, sure, and to lose his job. That's a yeah. bad look. That's I, a bad look for a head coach.
1: Yeah, man. well, he wasn't as strong on it as Doug was. Doug eventually put his foot down and said, "No, I, I, okay, fire me if you don't." And want Doug sat for a while. Though, Let, let's be He's real, Doug, here. Doug He's sat here. for a year.
2: So I guess Coach Sirianni looked at that and said, hey, I'm not I'm not willing to, to go down that route. Also,
1: Doug had a Super Bowl ring. That probably yeah, helped that, him that, get that, back that, in. Yeah. Sirianni did. All right, let's add to it. One more from Greg Bedard here. Not only were the Eagles thinking about it, they may have been poking around before the season even ended. Here's Bedard on the Eagles and what he's heard.
0: Remember I told you guys that before the end of the season that, that teams had already reached out to Bill, back channeled on Bill. I thought the Falcons were definitely one of them. I'm now pretty convinced that the Eagles were the other one. When things were going south, they thought this might end poorly with Sirianni, and I wouldn't be surprised, given the relationship that Howie and Bill have, that the Eagles were one of those teams to back-channel through Bill.
1: So as I hear all this, and Greg Bedard has been a longtime reporter up in Boston, written about the Patriots for years. That's just a, some guy on the radio. That's not a mm-hmm. caller. I mean, that, that's Greg Bedard. He's a, a pretty respected writer up there. He's heard it. It means people are talking about it across the NFL, which two things to jump out. Why are the Eagles letting this leak out? It doesn't help Sirianni look good at all. But two, I just, I can't get out of my head that they held on to Sirianni when they, they thought about Belichick. I, I believe they're going to regret this. That's
2: why it makes no sense to me because if you have a chance, if you admire him and, and, and hold him in that high esteem like that, then that's the move you make. That, to me, that's the move you make because now you give him another quarterback, give him opportunity to get this defense corrected because he does no defense, and you just decide to go with the status quo just by changing the coordinators. That, that, to me, makes no sense.
1: Well, it, it, here's, what, here's what it does. It gives Sirianni one more chance to figure this out, but I, I think we're going to look back at, the, at some point this year and say, oh, my goodness. Bill Belichick was there. They had some sort of interest. They inquired about Bill Belichick and they didn't hire him. And they kept. It's like, just say it out loud. The Eagles chose Nick Sirianni over Bill Belichick. Say that out loud to yourself because every time I say it out loud to myself, I, my head is spinning here. 215 592 94 94. We'll throw this in the mix as well. Do you believe the Eagles made a mistake? So, Hugh, do you think it's a mistake that they kept Sirianni over Belichick? I don't think so. I, and, and this is why I say that, Joe. I,
2: as. As good of a coach as Bill Belichick is, I think back to when Coach Reed was fired. Coach Reed wasn't out of a job for more than like a week.
1: Uh, it was like days, it felt like. Yeah, very and quickly.
2: And, and for, for Coach Belichick to, be, to go <laughs> to interviews and then, them, then the Falcons decide to pick somebody else and the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of teams that were interested outside of the Eagles, there's something there
1: he probably doesn't want to give up power. He's probably prickly there, in interviews. There's some, yeah, there's I could something see
2: that. there, and the fact that the narrative for him a lot like it surprised me. You like his players when they talk about him is kind of polarizing. You got some players on this side of the fence mm-hmm. like Julian Edelman and those guys, and then you got a Samuel and those guys that say that he wasn't a good coach. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. Like on the outside looking in, I think he's a very very good coach. He's definitely a Hall of Fame coach. But there was a disconnect somewhere with some of his players.
1: Yeah, I mean, that happens too when he's in charge of their money because he was the GM too for a lot of years, right? Yeah. So who didn't get a contract? Who didn't get the money they wanted? I mean, who knows? I, all I know is his track record is is right now to today the best I've ever seen. Again, maybe a guy like Andy one day passed him. But right now today, Belichick's got an unbelievable track record. Sirianni has three years. I I'm floored. We are here, and this stuff continues to leak out, which does not make Sirianni look good. I mean, it makes them look like they're just making him walk the plank for one more year before they move on. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Did the Eagles make a mistake choosing Sirianni over Belichick? And of course, your reaction here with Joel and Bede. Kyle. What are you thinking on Sirianni, Belichick, and the stuff just keeps leaking out here? Oh, I
3: love the way that you spin it. in. they're choosing Sirianni over Bill Belichick. They did. They're choosing. Sirianni, Vic Fangio, and Kellen Moore mm. over Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia, and Josh McDaniels, which is a trade I do any day of the week. Can Bill Belichick win a freaking football game without Tom Brady before we start like acting like he's the greatest thing to ever walk a football field? He's Andy Reid is the best coach in NFL history, so this whole idea that Belichick's the GOAT, this and that, if he's bringing prime Tom Brady with him, then we can talk. But all he's bringing is Josh McDaniel and the pencil back. I can't do that. Nobody wants that. You want Steve Belichick licking his freaking weird, weird lips on the sidelines and making weird faces to the camera, or do you want football guy Vic Fangio uh, to, to be chirping in his pressers after the game's about? I, oh, I called the defense the, the right way. You don't got to worry about that. Like, give me, give me some of that. I, I don't need this, this Bill Belichick tired nonsense. It's, it's over with. His run is done.
1: I don't. Well, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I mean, it might, it might be. I mean, I don't think it should be. I'll put it that way. I mean, he's obviously not coaching right now. So you may be right. His run is done. We'll see what happens in the future. I just I it, it goes into my head. I, I look at it. I write it down. The Eagles chose Sirianni over Bill Belichick. And it seems preposterous. We're, like, who's Nick Sirianni in the grand scheme of the NFL? Who, uh, he's, he's, there's been a million Nick Sirianis. He's just, he's a coach that's had a, a decent start to his career versus Bill Belichick. The first part of
3: being smart is knowing what to do.
1: Again. That guy is the head coach, and they maybe could have had Belichick.
3: Uh, I need to correct you. There's only one Nick Sirianni. Uh, you're right about Nobody that. Else does There's that. not a million. No, you're right
1: about that. The, the head coach that was asked what you still do around here one week ago, they chose that guy over Bill Belichick. I actually have a big picture theory on this. I'll get to in a little bit why Belichick could still end up here down the line. Rick is in West Philly. What's up, Rick?
4: Hey, how you doing, Jeremy?
1: Hey, Rick. What are you thinking?
4: Uh, I disagree with you, man. First of all, um, I believe Howard Eskin. Howard, it was never no chance, no nothing. It was never about Bill Belichick. So I believe Howard. And the reason why I do that is because I think Bill will want power. And if and, Lori and Barron is not about to give that up. So so, you, so you'd, I,
1: you'd we, rather Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni in charge of football than Bill Belichick? Uh, like I said again, they don't want Bill Belichick. No, I'm asking you. Do you think they made a mistake? I don't want Bill Belichick either. Go
4: and check this out. Nobody else wants Bill Belichick. Is he hired?
1: He's not hired. No.
4: Oh, okay. All right. Well, Rick,
1: hold on, Rick. When Tom Brady (laughs) hit free agency, two teams pursued him. Like teams make mistakes. This happens in sports. Uh huh.
4: Well, I don't want Bill Belichick. I think he's beyond his time, and so and he didn't. And like I said, they're not going to give up their power like they did last time. So he's not coming. But, here. That, yeah, does, but, feels, but that doesn't
1: make it smart. Like, where, but it feels like it feels like
2: a uh, a power thing. Like, I agree. To totally I, I agree with you, Rick, right. and, and, and Hugh. you. And, and i I'm you got it, Rick. You 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 you've called You got it. My fault. Go for it. That's
4: that's all I'm saying, man. The bottom line is, and nobody else is picking him up.
1: Why? Because he. I, I agree with you guys. He wants more power, and teams aren't willing to give it up. And that that's but that doesn't make it smart, Rick. I mean, it's one thing, too. We all agree on the reason for it, but does that make sense? I, I It doesn't I make sense to me.
4: Sense. I think it makes eagle sense. I'd rather have Banner and Noy doing the picking. Well, ba- yeah, ba- ba-
1: hopefully. I, I don't know about Joe been, coming back, but. I already saw
4: what Bill Belichick does with the draft picks and picking people. He's a, he, he's not that good.
1: Uh, Yes, he's had a lot of. I mean, that's why they've gone down in recent years. And, Rick, we appreciate the phone call. But I do think there's a world where Howie and 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 uh, Belichick coexist. I I do believe that. I mean, there's this idea that they couldn't do it. I I don't know. I think when smart people are put together, they could figure it out and make something work. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Did the Eagles make a mistake choosing Sirianni over Belichick? And it's look, guys, it's not like they put together a cohesive staff. They forced this staff on Sirianni. This is
2: the Avenger staff. That's what. What are you talking about, Joe? Who's Sirianni in this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I actually like your analogy. So we got this is the Avengers. All we right, went who, and got Coach Hertz. No neck Hertz. If he's who? We went who? and got Big Fangio. We, 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 we got, went and got. We went and got the Goober.
1: We got to assign these characters to
2: everybody. <laughs> yeah, we got to give them names. I don't know what their powers. Well, I guess their powers would be like suited to the the skills that they have.
1: So is Coach Hurt the
2: the Hulk? I would get. He could be that. He looks like. Yeah. kind of looks like him. Or you call him the neck. The neck. <laughs> no, I got a character for him. Uh, he, he's called. Uh, it's a Marvel character. I think his name is Strong Guy. He kind of looks like Strong Guy. I you don't gotta even look know who
1: Strong Guy is, but you I You got to look it up, Marvel. Clint hurt looks like Strong Guy. Str- look it up. I'm looking
3: uh, it up if right I'm now. I'm saying strong it right, guy. Strong,
2: guy. strong Guy Marvel. He looks like Strong he's got Guy.
3: Got the little like tiny goggled feels sick. Yes. Heels.
2: Look.
1: look. <laughs> oh, Kyle did he it is Strong Guy. He's Strong Guy. If they have a if they have like a Halloween party next year as a teen, he's got to yeah, go with gotta Strong go with Guy. Strong Guy. It's yeah. all about the neck uh the strong to waist ratio. I'm telling it. Again, who's the who's the Avenger Siriannius? Do we know about that? Can we assign him uh, an Avenger? You got to give me a minute to okay. think about it. I got to think about it. No, oh, you think about that. We'll, we'll talk to uh, Jason. And by the way, any news we get on Joel and B will pass along. There is one uh, thing out there from Sam Amick of the Athletic about why Joel may have pushed to play last night. We'll get to that here in a minute. Jason, in the Northeast. What's up, Jason?
5: How you guys doing? Good, What's Jason. On, What's man? up? Um, I'll touch on the Belichick Eagle stuff as well. I was calling about Joel and B though, but um, with Bill, with the Belichick situation, I just feel. Why aren't teams interviewing him? Why is he not even getting interviews? And there's a lot of vacancies, and to, for him to not even get interviews, that's like, kind of a red flag for me. I know it's because of the power situation. He wants control. But um, I'm okay where we're at with you, with the coordinators we got. But um, yeah, I called about to talk about Joe on B.
0: Mm-hmm. do you um,
5: Joel's a generational player, man. It's been over 20 years since we had an MVP back when it was Allen Iverson. He's 29 years old. We know he's not durable. As he gets older, he's going to get less durable. So if you don't make a run now... He signed for I think two more years. He'll be thirty-three. End of contract. You got to do it now. If it fails, it fails. So be it. But you're not going to get a player of his talent for God knows how long. I don't want to be an old man next time we get a player who is an MVP player. And when you're seven foot two, two seventy, that hits different when you're hitting the ground and you got guys falling on of you. Of course, uh, I, I, I guys, agree with that. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean Yao Ming had injury issues. I mean, right? It's it's part of his reality. Well, he. he Alming was no MVP
5: though. John b is one of the most skilled big men we've ever seen. Yeah, in the he's game a great player. Offenses. He's a great. He's, a, so he's a, like a point guard with the ball. I mean, he's a phenomenal player. He's the and most valuable player, the reigning MVP. And yeah, so J, I, I, Jason, I agree with that. Years.
1: But is it worth mortgaging he, I mean, the future? He really I just why he played last night.
5: Why, why do you think he played? He was, there's incentives to be play, playing, like getting paid as well. I think he pushed himself last night. Because there is only five more games he can miss, and he's not eligible to be the. No, well, he definitely pushes. Or eligible for all NBA.
1: Well, if he, pushed himself for, he if, if he pushed himself for accolades or awards, then then no, no, the, I don't think that's what. It, no, I don't think it was for accolades or at awards. But uh, there's an incentive to make it all NBA, which he would
5: have So money, some money, guys. So you're saying money? Yeah, There's money about. Correct, And money rules everything. Money's a, that's a big deal. I don't want to talk about no, Like they talked about last night after the game as well, and on post game, I just think. This rule is making guys like Tyree Saliburn, I talked about, is make, will make guys come back soon and they should be coming back. I,
1: I think that I does know. happen, especially with younger players. And Jason, man, we preached the phone call, but let, I hope that's not part of it. I hope Joel Embiid is not looking for an all NBA bonus to p- play enough games. I mean, I just there's always mixed messaging with Joel. I, is I he in for championships? See, is he in for glory? Is he in for awards? I, I don't know what it is. You know, because he
2: was clearly hobbled while he was out there. Yes. Uh, there's a report, like you said, that he played because he, was, he felt shamed in the playing. There might be something to that. There might be something to that or trying to just push through because he felt kind of bad about missing it and knowing that people come to see him play. Like a lot of times people buy tickets to games. Like we see it all the time. You know, the Lakers come to town. Those tickets sell out quick because they want to see LeBron James. Yep. Same thing with Joel Embiid. They want to see the best players play. He's one of those guys. And he probably felt like last night, you know, he needed to be out there, regardless of how his knee was feeling. And unfortunately, he got his knee rolled up again.
1: So Sam Amick of The Athletic, he wrote this uh, last evening, quote, you could see it long before he was hurt against the Warriors. Embiid, who missed Philadelphia's game at Portland on Monday night, looked like a player who pushed himself to play against Golden State because the whole basketball world was screaming in his ear. There are people within the Sixers who are convinced that he played only because of all the scrutiny. Uh, how old is this guy? <laughs> like because Kendrick, no. Per- no, because Kendrick Perkins says on ESPN you're soft or you duck ducked Jokic, you go play. Like that's not a champion. The, the, that's the, not that's a baby. I, I see you're clearly, clearly
2: frustrated. Well, of course that. I'm frustrated. There's something to be said about uh, having a pattern of people feeling that you're soft because this was something that he was dealing with last year as well, and there was some conversation and 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 perk goes at him. Perk goes at everybody.
1: Shaq went at him a few years yeah. ago. This happens a Perk, lot. Perk yeah. goes
2: at him. Yeah. You know, and and, and things. like So that there's a possibility that that was the case. And then I think that also, Joe, there is a reality where he wants to try to win a championship. Now, he got the MVP, and he wants to try to win a championship. And he probably wanted to go out there feeling like, you know, he could probably play through the pain or whatever. And maybe it'll it, it, it come around. Like we talked about earlier. When you go run, a lot of times you're sore initially. And once you get past that soreness, you're fine. And maybe that's what he thought it was. But he was clunky, clunky, almost the whole night. He really was. He re- he was really clunky. Yeah, so, yeah that was that was the unfortunate thing about it.
1: I, I if if that's true, and again, it's it's a report. That some some within the Sixers believe he pushed himself because of the the criticism he was getting. I, I just find that embarrassing. Like that's not that's not what a champion does. Ignore the noise and go do what you got to do to get yourself ready to win a championship. Not because oh ESPN's ripping me, I'm gonna go play tonight. Like that's that's immature. Like and that's part of the reason why I'm not going all in on this guy. Like the Sixers, like the Sixers will be here when Joel is not. Like we have to start realizing that. I, I know we don't want to because it's like, well, he's the best player and he scores 70 points. I'm not mortgaging the future of this team for a guy that can't stay on the court and maybe is pushing himself to play through injury because of the reaction, peer pressure. That's not a guy I go in, all in on. I'm dead, that, Peer
2: pressure is a, uh, a hell of a motivator, though, I, I'll tell you. I'm sure it is, but is it smart? Sometimes not. And and last night was an example. It's it's like this, and this is a, this is an analogy that's going to hit home. It's Just like Coach Campbell going for it or not on that fourth down play. It's the same thing. It's either a hit or miss situation. And I think that's kind of how Joel felt. I don't think Joel went out there thinking that, you know, uh Jonathan Kaminga, Kamunga, Kamunga? Kaminga Kaminga Eminemine. I, uh, I are, that's not, not an easy one. I'm getting no, 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 I had Tom it the below, first you know. time I had it. He had, had Kaminga. But Jonathan then I messed it up. He's an idiot. <laughs> he went out there. I didn't think he he thought that Jonathan, Jonathan Kaminga was gonna get out there for a while. of name. course not. And it just happened that way. And the unfortunate thing was as soon as it happened, Joe, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I already know what the storyline about to be. This mofo hurt again.
1: Yeah, the, the other thing is, why was all that reaction coming out on Saturday? Because he wasn't on the injury report. If you know, we we all saw he got hurt last was it Thursday in Indiana. So the next game was Saturday in Denver. If they had put him on the injury report and we knew he was injured, I don't think people were saying he's ducking and beat as strongly. Because he was on the injury report, like it's almost like, like whose fault is this? Well, you guys created this. You created the, the idea that he ducked Jokic, so that's what everyone's reacting to that whole thing. And then you're reacting to the reaction. It's just a whole circle of nonsense. Miles is in Fishtown. What's up, Miles? Hey, yo. What's up, guys? Hey, what's Miles. Going on?
6: Um, I have thoughts about Bill Belichick, and then I want to talk about Joel Embiid. Okay. Let's um, hear it. Bill Belichick. Uh, he needs how many wins to be the most winningest coach ever, like 14? 15. I think it's 15. Maybe it's 14 to tie 15 and break the record. I got to be honest with you. Nothing would make me more sad than having to celebrate Bill Belichick because one of his Super Bowls was against the Eagles. The, the Philadelphia fan base calls him Bill Belichick like everybody else. Having to celebrate that guy would be the worst, and yes, it is worth keeping Nick Sirianni for one more year, even in his reduced role or whatever. I don't know. I, I think what you get with good coordinators and a guy like Nick Sirianni is a billion times better than what you get with Bill Belichick. And I just hate him. And I know so say I'm, no, I'm, Miles, Miles, I'm glad you said it ain't at nothing the end. Wrong with saying don't, ain't no nothing
2: wrong with speaking your truth, Because man. that is I it.
1: I, I, Miles, I, most people do, and I get that. But like, come on. We really think that Kellen Moore, Vic Fangio, and Sirianni are better than what
6: Belichick... The Avengers, yes. How? Yeah, yes. Belichick I, wins Super Bowls. Because... Belichick b- hasn't won nothing in years. As soon as Tom Brady left, he got But exposed. Sirianni hasn't won anything ever. Sirianni brought a team to the Super Bowl as a head
1: coach. Uh, no, Miles. Miles, I'll give him it. But we can all be real a year removed. The path was Daniel Jones and a third-string quarterback. Or a f- actually, a fourth-string quarterback.
6: No doubt, and if they had won those in close games, I would give a little more credit. But they blew those teams out. of the I know, water. I know. 38, I just seven thirty eight to seven. Like they blew them out of the water. I,
1: I get it. I I just think of Sirianni as such an average coach, and like we're talking about like Bill Belichick or now, it blows me away. Anyway, Miles, what's your MB take? Uh, I, okay, fine, fine.
6: I hate him. That's it. <laughs> I know. Um, I know you do. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, my Joel and take is, I really wish. That we had traded him at the height of his value because we knew this was going to happen. We know we're banking on a a generational talent with bad legs. You can't bank on a seven foot, seven foot two, however tall he is, with bad legs. And so, uh, what was that? Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert got five first round picks. You could have traded for the five best players plus multiple first round picks on any team you wanted for Joel Indeed. And now here we are, his value is only going to decrease. Like you said earlier, they don't have a realistic shot at winning the championship. And we just, I hope that that big value window hasn't closed because. The, that's the value we were going to get out of him, you know. Yeah. And I agree with you. I don't think he's a winner. Yeah. I just I don't. Great score. Pl- I like great watching score. I
1: think yeah. Fun, but- yeah, great. I mean, and there's been a lot of those guys in NBA history, Miles, and we appreciate the phone call. Great scorer, electric player. A chip in the chair, Joe. A chip in the chair. And I think he gives you that.
2: He's the best player in the NBA right now. He was the MVP. And I understand how everybody feels about him. And I, I'll even go this far. You guys have dealt with this a lot longer than I have. Yeah. So I'm being a little bit more
1: optimistic when it comes I to Joel Embiid. And I don't think he's the best player in the league. But
2: this this might be the year. The, the year that the Toronto Raptors won it. Did anybody think that it was their year? Yeah, but Kawhi's
1: better than Joel.
2: Yeah, but Kawhi has a history of being banged up He does. Too. He
1: did. He did. And he, but, he, but he was healthy that year. Yeah. We're not healthy right so,
2: now. So, so here's me being optimistic once again. What if this is a blessing in disguise? What if Joel getting hurt right now? Takes him out of the running because it's definitely going to take him out of sure. running, the running for MVP. Sure. And just get him healthy. We go out there and we make a trade for one of these guys. Say Zach Levine, get a score. We you're take on that get, You're going
1: to see me get ill on the air. Yeah, because that's a lot. Oh. Of money. It's a lot of money. I understand. It's a, Tobias the, the money. Harris is a guard. <laughs> the, the, that's the, what he is. The He's money. a guard, Tobias. The,
2: yeah, it, but and they make a run. I think it's it's all worth it. I, he 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 deserves. To make a run.
1: Oh, uh, you're going to make me lose my mind. All right, 215-592-9494. We get back. Your phone calls on all things MB. Does it make you not want to go in the trade deadline, or will you still go for it at the deadline? And beat hurt again. Any news we get, we'll pass it along here. And, of course, the Belichick stuff. The Eagles make a mistake not going with Belichick over Sirianni. I'm going to give you my Bill Belichick theory, a theory on why I believe Lurie and Belichick could eventually team up here in Philadelphia. This this one hit me last night as I heard all these rumors. 215-592-9494, Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So many good ones out there. There's even props on, Will Travis Kelsey... Propose after the Super Bowl. I like taking the coin toss bet to start off. Fandle, so many ways for you to end the season with a win or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but Fanduel also has bets on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. You'll get $200 of bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with Fanduel an official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. Fando Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94WIP midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio discussing all things Embiid. Injured again last night. MRI. We await the results here. Elliot's going to join us at 12. I'm sure i will have a take on Joel and what the Sixers should do at the deadline, one week and a day away, I would not go in on this team. I, I don't think it's worth it with Embiid's issues. I'm pushing all in, Joe. I'm pushing all in. He's got a list of trade targets over here. <laughs>
2: when well, I'm already been traded, but it was. You
1: know, I mean, it's my, it was play, my favorite play, name on the list. Listen, I can't kill a can good a idea double, just because the
2: Pacers a, stole it can from you. do a double trade.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, is you Douglas okay? Yeah, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> and B, does it? does his injury and all, all the injuries change the way you approach the deadline if you're the Sixers? And, of course, Bill Belichick out of Boston. The rumor last night was the Eagles were in if Sirianni did not I guess, listen or agree to their uh, the way they want him to structure the staff, he would have been out, potentially Belichick. And I believe the Eagles will regret it. I think it's a mistake choosing Sirianni or Belichick. Was it one? We'll talk about all that. All right, let's hear from Ross Tucker here. Ross actually thinks a year from now the perception of Belichick among fans, because we just had a caller five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, it was like, it was coming with all these reasons why I didn't want Belichick, and then he eventually just let it out. He just doesn't like him. I Don't mean, I, like him. And attitude, that's fine. Funky, funky little attitude. But will everyone feel differently if maybe Belichick does TV for you? Ross Tucker this morning with Joe and John on all that.
0: So number one, and, and you guys heard it here first, he's I'd be
2: I really think he'll do media this year. And this is the way fans are. I think he'll do media this year and people will see a different side of him because he's not at a press conference talking about his team. He'll show some insight, he'll show some personality. Guys. Nobody wanted him. But what I'm saying is, I believe after this year, people, people will like are going to yeah. start to like yeah. him yeah. because of what he's like in the media. And the same people that would say they don't want him now, you'll be a year removed from his Patriots time. He'll He'll be on TV and they'll like what he says. And a year from now, people will want him.
1: Q, what do you make of that? Ross said that to us yesterday. He expounded on it again today to Joe and John. The idea that one year from now, because this is all kind of done now, right? Like, Sirianni's obviously staying. But a year from now, let's say, I don't know, the Eagles, the Cowboys, whoever else needs a coach, people are going to be more in on Belichick a year from now, a year removed from coaching, a year removed from, you know, bristly press conferences and more of his personality on TV because everyone thinks he's going to do TV and then it won't, be as, um, it won't be as difficult to sell him a year from now. What do you make of that? I don't know. I,
2: I think that he brings a lot to the game as far as knowledge is concerned. I don't know about personality. I know a lot of people believe that that's the case, and you know we talked about it yesterday, and I, I said I could see that, but I don't really see his personality coming through where you're like, oh, he's a nice guy, and then turn back around, and he turns back into this curmudgeon and go out there and coach. It doesn't work like that. I feel you know what's funny, Joe. I feel like the worm is starting to turn as far as far as players and coaches slowly. But you're hearing a lot of players come out now and complain about coaching. Well, they're babies. Yeah, but but they carry. They start. They're starting to carry a little uh, bit of weight. You're right. It's it's starting to carry some weight. And and to me, <laughs> that is amazing. You know, we talk about uh, Eric Bieniemy. In in with the Commodores mm. and the fact that they complain, they ain't won nothing in ever. And they complain about the work ethic that he brought to the team coming off of a Super Bowl. You know, I wonder if he'll even be a coordinator this year. He you, hasn't you been hired like, to be a coordinator. Like it, it's and it's also interesting that there's a lot of guys that if they don't like certain things that the coach is doing, they run up to the they run up to the uh, they run upstairs. They run to the to the GM or the owner, yeah, and com- and cry and complain. Mm. Which in my, back in my day with leather helmets and whatever, that never happened. That happens a lot now. That happens a lot in the NFL, more so than you think it does.
1: I'm sure it does. I do think after a year we'll look at Bill Belichick as more big picture, like if he's available next year and we need a coach or any fan base needs a coach. It's like look at all he did rather than he stunk this past year. We're not going to watch him lose a single game next year. If he's not a coach, he'll just do TV stuff or whatever. All right, I want to throw a theory at you, and then we'll go back to the phones here. I have a theory on why there's something here with the Eagles and Belichick, I, and, and it's the Jeff Lurie theory more than anything else. You ready for this, you? I, I, I can't camera. wait. Can't right. wait what we got. You know how we uh, talked Monday about how Andy Reid is becoming the goat. Yes. Do you know who probably would be embarrassed by the reality of him at one point firing the goat, Jeff Lurie? Hmm. If I'm Jeff Lurie, and Andy's becoming the goat, I I have to live with that, right? I fired the greatest coach of all time. You know what's a way to stop that from being a reality?
2: Hire, Bel- hire, Ber- Bel- Bel- hire
1: Bill Belichick. Hire <laughs> Bill
2: Belichick.
1: Hire Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, I mean, you <laughs> know those, what he would do?
2: Those, those, they, I always give Kyle, Kyle He's ammo ready. every day.
1: So if you hire Bill Belichick, <laughs> Belichick breaks the record here. He pushes further ahead of Reed. Maybe you win a Super Bowl, Bill Belichick here. It makes it harder for Andy to catch him, right? If, if Belichick ever coaches again, we laid it out Monday, Andy could do this in five or six years. Mm-hmm. If Belichick arrived here with the Eagles or to any other good team and won, a bunch of games, playoff games, Super Bowl, it makes Andy's climb to number one harder. And I'm sure Bill doesn't want to give up the throne of being the greatest coach or having the record. I mean, it almost feels like an unholy alliance that could come together here. I I think there's something to it. If I'm Jeff Lurie, I I mean, I love Andy Reid. I thank him. But I also, like, that's a bad stain on my legacy that I feel. Fired that guy?
2: Not,
4: not, I think oh,
1: was, it is. Uh, oh, it is. I don't know about that. joke. it is. I look would at you, it Would you feel so. good if the if you fired someone and they became the best of what they ever did? D- doesn't
2: Ray J feel good about finding Kim Kardashian? I mean, because it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm just saying that's this is my bad analogy it's, time. It's similar. It's, it's, it's similar. Yeah, it is similar because he made a song about it. All I'm saying is this: you gave Andy Reid a shot that nobody else would have ever given him. That right there makes you a part of
1: his legacy. But then you fired him, and he had more success you had, without had, you. Joe, he had to go. Like, I love—you know how I feel about right, but Big Red, man. I, he had to go. I understand that. But you could then change the story. The story's becoming he's becoming the greatest coach. You bring Belichick here, and Belichick wins here— Andy's not going to catch Bill. You you really believe this? I, I do. That. I that, do. Joe, I don't believe. I, I, that. Here's why. Here's why I believe it. Guy, you seem. Yeah, I believe it. I'm with you, this. man. So, no, hold on no, a second. No. What do we know about really successful and rich people? They're petty. They have enormous egos. Enormous egos. You don't think? You think Bill Belichick wants Andy Reid to be the greatest coach of all time? Baloney. He wants a coach again to get that record. I'm I, sure I know he does, he does, but
2: but Andy is is approaching that record and
1: he's probably going to get it. Unless Bill comes back and wins for two more seasons. But, okay, then Andy's not going to catch him then.
2: He's, gonna, he's got, not going to catch him in two more seasons, but I think Andy's going to catch
1: him. I don't think so. so. You don't think so? Andy right now is what, 60 or so wins behind Belichick? Mm-hmm. If, Bill, if Bill never coaches again, I think Andy catches him. If so Bill if you comes say two back, more
2: seasons, you don't think Big Red catching?
1: Well, if Bill comes back and wins 30 more games, and forget playoffs. I don't know if he won another Super Bowl. If he wins 30 more games, Andy's not getting a 90 more wins. He's 65. He might? What's that, five years, six years? That's he, math. So that's like 16 wins a year. Now we're now we're doing hard yeah, math Yeah, here. we're doing I hard. I don't think Andy will catch Bill we, if Bill Are comes we counting playoffs? Sure. Okay.
2: Andy, Andy. Andy could probably do that in, what, seven years?
1: Uh, seven super successful years. I'm just I'm saying, Andy Reid likely catches Bill if Bill sits out forever. Bill comes back, wins again. It's harder. Bill as breaks pe- the record. Bill's the number one coach, and Jeff Lurie doesn't have to say, "I fired the greatest <laughs> coach of all time."
2: Hey, listen, as petty as I am, that is super petty.
3: <laughs> Rich guys with egos. What do you think, Kyle? I couldn't be more on the out. Like mm. you're missing the part where. Jeffrey Lurie discovered Andy Reid. He did. Jeffrey Lurie uncovered this guy, and it's not like he fired him after two years things went bad. Like, we had a long run with Andy Reid. He spent 14 seasons yeah. here. And then he had to go, obviously, when things were, you know, so bad that, south. That, yeah, that 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 yeah they needed a, a change of voice. And, and it wasn't like a, a bad firing. It was an amicable split. Andy Reid got hired by the mm. Kansas City Chiefs immediately. The Eagles did him a favor by, you know, getting it done early in the process, giving him the opportunity to land right back on his feet. Like, I think if anything, Jeffrey Lurie's ego—he almost has some sort of sense of pride that, like, I, I birthed you. this man into the NFL world. Yeah, definitely that.
1: You don't think the you. ego is there that he's going to become the goat and I'm on my fourth or fifth
6: coach?
3: No, in Jeffrey years. Lurie discovered the goat. Like congrats, Jeff. This is good. But Andy Reid is you going. You this to, is a spin no, job. No, no, you're a spin job. Much. When Andy goes to the podium for his Hall of Fame speech, he's going to thank Jeffrey Lurie for giving him his first opportunity in the NFL. Not say this dude fired me. I, I did everything. That I agree him. with that. But deep down, he's got to
1: regret it, and he can fix it. He could mm. change it by bringing. I'm, I'm telling you, the ego with these guys is off the walls. The Bill and Jeff eventually could form together to make sure Andy's not the greatest coach of all time. Well, that's formed, a fact. Yeah. It's not like he's forming a yeah. robot. They sure come Andy together. Reed they come together. They, they, they join forces. <laughs> forces. They want to do Avengers stuff? They join forces and they would make sure Reed's not the greatest coach. Well, Andy hey.
3: passing Bill is also good for Lori because that, look, we never had Bill. right? We could say our guy was the goat, not the Patriots guy, and we beat Belichick in a Super Bowl. Right,
1: but you know what's best better for Jeff? Winning. <laughs> if
3: they can't well, win well, with Sirianni, yeah, so Belichick. All, all things equal, Jeffrey Lurie would rather have a winning football team, but I think it's more of a point of pride for Jeffrey Lurie to say that I brought Andy Reid into the NFL than, than it is an embarrassment for him to all say right. I fired
1: well, right, Hold on to that take because a year from now if they have to fire Sirianni, Lurie's going to be painted as a as he didn't know what he was doing. I mean, if they have to go to their fourth coach while Reed is in a dynasty, people aren't going to be saying, man, that Jeff Lurie discovered Andy, they're going to say he can't find his way without Andy. That's what people are going to say a year from now. I don't know about that. Wait a second. If Andy is in the middle of a dynasty and the Eagles are on their fourth coach since Andy, you don't think people are going to spin it to Jeff? Like, you don't know what you're doing without Andy. Mm. It was all him. I don't know because we, we did win a Super Bowl. With a coach that Andy put here in Doug. Wow, that's a
2: hell of a spin job you just did there.
3: Well, I mean, Nick
2: Foles also drafted by Andy Reid. I mean, we can yeah. follow the thread. The man. story
1: is they can't Boy, find I their way you, without that is, Andy. That's
2: a hell of a spin
3: job, man. Well, well, hold on. You a must second. be good at Twister. Say, say Jeffrey Lurie <laughs> does unite with Belichick, <laughs> and we go four and twelve or four and thirteen, yeah. and then it's like, well, now Jeffrey Laurie's just desperate about like I, then, he right? looks, then he looks even worse. All right,
1: but yeah, okay, but is that going to happen? Yep.
3: Why to the Super Bowl have with you Sirianni? See, ha, have you witnessed what Bill Belichick has done with the Patriots over the yeah, last because, few years? Uh,
1: because he can't put together a team, he can still coach what he has. Can he? Oh, you guys two one five five nine two. They
2: twisted this up. What? No,
1: I think you guys switched stuff in a pretzel. He's going to be proud. He un- uncovered the goat. He fired him in the middle he of had, his he career. Had, he
2: had the firing though. He, it was going.
3: It was bad here, man. It was bad. Yeah, this is very revisionist right now. Like I, I Jeffrey Lurie <laughs> is a smart man. He knows that it was time. This is bad, Joe. This is bad.
6: I
1: agree. It's bad. That's why Belichick should be here. Let's go to basketball, Will, and Brookhaven. What's up, Will? Will? Will, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Sorry. Will, What's now up, you good, man? man. Will, what are you thinking on all this? As far as uh, MB. Yeah. What are you thinking on Joel? Hello? Bill, all right, we'll this put Will on joke, hold.
6: Quite frankly. Let's
1: all take a deep breath, reset on Will. All right, 215 592 9494. head was still spinning from I, that take you just I believe it. I, I believe, believe it. I know you believe it. That oh, no, I know. it's. <laughs> when I say I believe it, I mean I believe it to be true. I know you and do. And it is true. All right, I know two, you do. 215 9494. Your reaction to all this stuff will the Eagles regret not getting Belichick? A lot of stuff out there that, it, look, if, if Sirianni didn't agree to their coaching staff, they would have gotten Belichick. I think they'll regret it. My theory, you can react to my theory here, that, that Lurie and Bill could team up to get Andy not as the, go- the GOAT, like to push him back. So like Voltron. That, there you go. We figured it out. Like Voltron. Form the feet and the head, and I'll form torso. So there's one. <laughs> let me add one other. Because I, people keep saying it doesn't make sense, right? And <laughs> It I, doesn't make sense. No, no, no. Not my theory. Lurie and, and Belichick. No, it, that don't make sense so well Well, that's where my theory comes from. Why does it keep coming out? But like we, we keep hearing the Eagles don't want a control-centric coach, yet they are had some interest in the most control-centric coach. What's your theory on why the Eagles have interest in Belichick? What's my theory on why would they have? Because interest? because would you agree it doesn't seem to fit? It doesn't. So why do you think? Why do I think? Like what what is this connection? Besides my theory that I'm standing on and will hold for next the next year until they hire him.
2: I think that they're looking at – they're trying to write the ship. If they were going to fire – like this is the thing that that kind of throws it off for me because you're giving Coach Sirianni a second chance mm-hmm. and you're threatening him with hiring a new staff in, instead of just bringing Bill Belichick in. That's where it kind of like is disconnected for me.
1: Well, I don't think they told him, Bill. I just probably told him you're out if you don't well, listen. Well, yeah, but that's what
2: I'm saying. If, okay, say if I have that ace in my pocket and you don't know that I'm, I know that, then I'm just going to fire you because you've already proved like the full disclosure, to be totally honest. We don't know what happened with this situation. It looked like coach messed it up. I don't know. I'm hoping, I hope with all my hope that two coordinators fix whatever the problem is. Mm. That's not guaranteed because he's still the coach. And, you know, he's talking about establishing a culture and all this other stuff. Haven't figured it out. If so, since I've done all that, I still somewhat believe in him. If that's the case I if if I didn't believe in him I would have just hired Belichick and said uh, hey you do
1: it. I'm with you on that. They didn't though. 215 592 9494 your reaction to all this including my uh, my theory here my my crazy theory according to Kyle and, and Hugh that that Andy's presence hovers over all of this that if Jeff hires Bill eventually he makes him the number one coach ever. They win together, and Andy gets pushed down. That's the list. a lot of hate, though. It's not hate. That is a petty hate. No, I think I think competitors don't want to see other people better than them. I I always think. Well, it's, I have always heard that. I remember my wife used
2: to tell me that all the time. She I always think say, it's baloney. Nobody wants to see you do better than them.
1: You, you ever hear when like the best of all time or has a record says, "Oh, I hope the next guy breaks my record." Mm-hmm. No, you don't. That's baloney. I don't think competitors feel that way. I think they just say that because so they don't get roasted by the internet. You want this guy to break your record? Yeah, of course I do. No, you don't. No, I'm not deep down inside. Right. I heard Brady yesterday say, you know, something about uh, Mahomes. Right. If he eventually gets more Super Bowls, you think Tom Brady really believes that that he wants that he's be okay if Mahomes beat him? No. He's a competitor.
3: He wants to be the greatest. Well, I, okay, but that's one thing. But what about like the person you mentored or you brought along? You would want to see them succeed.
1: Andy already has succeeded. Well, uh,
3: right, but so I'm, so, I'm so saying you, you excel. You want to see them shine. Yeah, yeah you like be, go shine. past Bill Belichick. That's a notch on your belt as but the it, one that discovered him.
1: I agree with that, but it also spins back to you because you're also part of why he's not here. Stan and Drexel, what's up, Stan? Hey,
4: uh, what's going on? Yeah, fir- first-time caller. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm fairly disappointed in what I've been hearing. About what? Um, specifically with the Joel Embiid take. Uh, I got to tell you man this is ridiculous. What is? It, and it's, it, it's ridiculous your take is ridiculous. So
1: the, because, wait, hold on. Let's just make sure we're on the same page. My take that you know, because he's hurt, I don't want to trade their first round picks for help this year it's because it's probably not good enough. What are you
4: holding on to them for? The future well, who the whole
1: the future oh. of the basketball team. The future. Yeah. It's, so who who are you drafting? That's going to replace Joel no, and No, teams? no 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 that no, that no, no. It's not about it, I, I could trade those picks for players. I, okay, when you so when so you hold trade, on, hold on, hold on. when you trade for a player this year right that guy comes with a lot of ca- he's not going to come cheap he's probably going to be on a high price contract for years to go like Zach Levine Hugh brought him up his contract's about fifty million per year for the next four years so I'm stuck with concept. that guy this team's not worth it Stan the best players always hurt what what what's what am I saying that's crazy so your your alternative is so your vent your, you're you're talking about then the alternative
4: is moving on from Joel Embiid no I didn't say that. Okay, so then what's the point? You're, then what are you doing with these picks? Because what I'm saying is you're going to trade. You're, you're talking about trading for, for, for guys down the line. Yes. Okay, and what I'm saying to you is you don't know
1: what's going to pan out. Right, neither you do well, you. I don't, and neither do you. Stan, so, so, uh, Stan hold on. You don't. But a year, I know I don't. B- but hold on. That's a year my... from now, a year from now, Joel can say I want out. I want to go to the Knicks. And then I've got Zach, and, I've and, got Zach Levine at $50 million a year and no picks. That, that's how you become the worst team in basketball. So, so since we since we're living in hypotheticals
4: or we could trade those picks now and you could be a year from now talking about a team that won a championship
1: this year Sandy, you think they have a t- real chance to win the title Yes I do well you that know why because well that's... We have a generational player mm. the point of this whole mm. thing is to get a generational player to put you
4: in a position in to win the yeah. title. Chip in the chair. That's what you do. But Stan that is what
1: you do okay, I, you oh, Hold on. And away. I I think well, I appreciate I your passion, it. Stan. I appreciate it. And we just view the team differently. I don't think this team has much chance at all to go win a championship at all. So it's not worth it for me. And now that that player you're talking about, who's obviously a tremendous player, is injured. He the only chance they have, I think Stan, you and I would find common ground on this, is Joel to play at a super high level, right? Yes. You're
4: not making any sense. What do you mean? He's hurt. You can't. You can't talk about living in reality and then in the same breath talk about Jimmy Butler coming to the Sixers. Like, how do you don't think that's an actual thing that's going to happen? No, I don't. Real. I don't think
1: that's going to happen, Stan. I don't. That,
4: that, yeah, that's more wishful thinking. That, that, that can't be. A, that can't be reality. And then you talk about the maturity thing. Though, why he played? It couldn't be just. Maybe he felt like, hey, the team has lost three straight, and I want to be out there for my guys because I know Reese is down. I know Harris just so came. So is, is, is that no, smart, Stan? That's 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 smart. Is that smart? It's just I want to do this oh. because I want to be selfish. But yet, guys like LeBron who are subbing his coach and subbing his his teammates. That's not
1: immature. So, to, oh, so we're gonna criticize like, LeBron. Oh, hold on, hold on. So we're gonna put we're gonna put Embiid on a pedestal and yeah, criticize the way LeBron player. does things.
4: I brought up LeBron because he just did it last night. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. You can bring up any team, any player, any franchise, any system. It does not matter. I, you can't sit there and talk about a guy being immature. Like this is what happens. He is immature. He is. You want to sit there and you want to play. Listen, I play in a rec
1: league. Well, no, stand, Stan, Stan, hold on, stand, stand, Stan, no, 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 stand, no. stand, Stan, yeah. hold on. I how we can't, you, I can't do the rec league thing. How much dude, you drop at the rec league, dude, though? I want to know. Dude, Stan, Your rec league and the NBA couldn't be further apart. Like, uh, uh, great man. Like you play in a rec league. What does that have to do with Joel Embiid? What I'm probably to you dropping third?
6: I don't, I don't give a care. Sure. About
4: that.
1: What I'm trying to explain to you is, it's not about that. It's about I
4: want to be out there for my teammates. That's what I want to do. That's what leaders do. I want to fight no, for No, no, I no, Stan,
1: I disagree. No, le- lead of no you do, because it's not setting up
4: what you're no, trying to do. No, be because narrative.
1: Stan, I no, I <clears throat> excuse me, I go off of reality of the NBA. You're not and, going I boundaries. am Stan, <laughs> you're not being a leader out there at the end of January, so Kendrick Perkins and the people on Twitter don't rip you. That's immaturity. You know what maturity is? Getting your body right for April, May, and June. Stan, it's not like you're rec mm. league, man. It's not like you're rec league. This is the, the word No, reality, Stan, I, I can't. You're literally trying to make up theories and and you're trying to speculate what's
2: happening.
4: Stan. That's
1: not reality. No, hold on a second. It's, no, it's not, me, the- it's, not, it's not me speculating. It's the people inside the Sixers. That's where that quote yeah, came that, from.
2: That, yeah, confidence.
1: that they speculate. The that people he, inside the Sixers that he speculate.
2: Was on, he was on a little bit of pressure.
1: That he was pressured because everyone was ripping him for not playing in Denver. That's the guy that you want to go all in on? That's the guy you're going to trust in April, May, and June? The the Joel Embiid experience is the most delusional experience I've ever experienced with fans because he scores a lot of points against bad teams in November and December. He's the guy we got to go all in on. It's ridiculous. He's never proven one time that he's at his best in the big moment, not one time in a full decade. But this year, this is the different
3: one. You know they go hard at the rec league, though.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, sure they do. I'm sure they go real hard at the rec league, and I'm sure I don't care.
3: You forgot to put Stan back back on the air. Yeah.
1: Oh, Stan, I forgot. Stan, go ahead, finish. Bro, like, what are you talking about? You talking about he scores b- against bad teams like he didn't drop
4: 51 against the-, the Timberwolves? Like he didn't drop on the on the best defense in the league? Mm. He gave them 51. Like he didn't drop 41 against against no Jokic.
1: Last week, Stan, have you, you have you noticed about, the uptick in scoring? Do you know how many times fifty point scores happened this season in the NBA? You're in like, now
4: you're oh, moving the no, you He does it
1: against bad teams. Well, did he hold he on? Who? who I was referencing. I was referencing the seventy point game. That was was. It doesn't
4: matter. What was that against a bad team? It does not matter. What is
1: that the worst team in the NBA or second worst? Whatever they are, they got like six wins. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was against the best. It doesn't matter
4: against the worst. The fact of the matter is, when he plays against teams, he generally gives them buckets.
1: And when he he play, and when he plays against the best team and when he plays against the best teams in the playoffs, he generally folds. Oh,
4: now we're talking about the playoffs. You yeah, because that's saying?
1: the – I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that's the whole point. That, that was the conversation today, right? Are they worth going in for? Trade yeah. deadline yeah, for I the believe, playoffs. Yeah, and I
2: believe they are. I believe they are. I believe you got you to gotta go all in. Chip in the chair. That, that is my mantra. That's how I feel about it. I mean, regardless of how you feel about him, which you feel very, very strong about. Well, he's about.
1: basketball's Lamar Jackson. That's what he is. I mean, that's what we have here. Wow. We have an MVP that stinks in big moments and is always hurt. I, mean, yeah. I and that's that's what I feel. So you're asking me am I trading stuff away to help basketball's Lamar Jackson? I'm not. I'm not the future for this. I know how the story ends already. That that was so strange. Well, it's the truth. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right. Dirt Elliot's dirt gonna dirt yell at me about this coming up. I'm sure he wants to go all in. Siriano over Belichick was a mistake. We'll hit it all. Two one five five nine two nine four nine for a midday show, sports radio ninety four WIP.